0: Good morning, welcome to the Science Podcast with me Mr Short, Mr Jackson, Mr Kartner and uh, today we, well, we're well we going to start off with um, the podcast we feel is quite good for uh, reinforcing understanding and, uh, and exposing ignorance perhaps uh, and we're coming up to exam time and perhaps part of your revision would be to discuss things with your colleagues, your class colleagues, and lead to a deeper understanding of your subject, and might lead to improved grades. So this morning, we're not discussing exams, but we're going to start off um, with what's in the news, which is um, a spaceport, which is going to be located on Shetland, which is quite interesting. So, anybody want to jump in on this one and talk about... um,
1: Rockets in Shetland because uh, part of the reason the location was chosen, yeah, interesting enough, uh, it's the misunderstanding of where Scotland sits. We have a very temperate climate over here, and we seem that we have reasonably nice weather for giving the rain that we get. But we actually have quite an okay climate. We are the same geographical height as Alaska and Moscow, and uh, so we are actually We are really far north. Yeah, uh, like the Shetland be even further north. You're yeah. talking about just like here, yeah, yeah. So when you take the Shetlands into account, which is Quite north uh, again, you're in a position where you're not really going to be interfering with anything else that's going on in the world, especially when it comes to no. rocket, uh, rocketry. You're wanting to create a free flight airspace that is not going to need flights to be diverted constantly or cause problems for other people. Mm-hmm. So the further north you go, the less likely you're going to run yeah. into interference. It's part of the reason why it was well, chosen as this. I was, a I was immediately thinking that it'd be
0: based on weather, somewhere that's kind of not going to
2: get uh, basically wind. I was thinking mainly. And there's loads of factors, yeah. I mean, there's weather, there's debris as well. So, for example, okay. uh, one of the things that they reckon will limit how much exploration can take place in future, <coughs> there's so much space junk Aye. kicking around just orbiting the planet that you have specific windows that you need to launch to avoid them all because you can't do it. Right? <laughs> really, you can't. Like you can't. It's not like a catcher and you just catch all the bits. It's like
0: the like, slipway on a motorway. Yeah, you, yeah, you just got to pile on when it's You like, just
2: got to wait for the space jammed. to open up. Mm. All right.
0: And do you think that's better up in Shetland or it's just maybe?
2: I haven't. I haven't looked into it in that much detail. Oh, okay. But
0: but, but really in terms of the flight paths, don't the flight paths go further north.
1: Or is that? Uh, I I think it's in part like you know if you're in the equator. As far north the equator, or as far south, just to have a clear shot without interfering or diverting anything. Right. Uh, which might be part of the reasons. But bear in mind, they do like these are very well coordinated across the world. We let people know when we're launching rockets, yeah. so we don't cause tension for other people. Right. Uh, and we know everyone knows exactly what's happening, when it's happening, and why it's happening, yeah. as well as where the debris is going to go. It's not just an effort that just yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. Scotland doesn't but, decide we're going to launch a rocket, and then we just launch a rocket. Everybody yeah. knows what's going on And I guess they must look
0: at the forecast And realise over the year that Shetland has enough days That you could launch Without it being, I don't know what the minimum cut off is For wind And I
2: suppose coming into this time of year I don't know when they said that they were trying to build But coming into this time of year you've now got more hours of sunlight per day but
0: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah Lights are up north yeah.
2: Does that come into effect? Can, can yeah.
0: you not launch in the dark?
2: You can but it's obviously just For better visibility right. you, know, you you want to have a visibility Yeah. Can. One environmental consideration I
0: was reading about was that they can only launch. It's outside the breeding season, I think. Oh, because okay. it's near a site of special interest or uh, nature reserve or something. For
2: agriculture so stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that for agriculture?
0: No, no, for yeah. birds. There's nesting birds around oh, there. Oh, right. Okay. So I think when they're nesting or breeding, they're, they're not allowed to launch. But
2: uh, because you don't want huge noises. Yeah. Distracting bird the birds and, and scare them away, and then they don't come back. Okay. I mean at the same time though we don't exactly launch rockets
1: every day so thankfully it's not it's probably going to be very low down and they would be very happy to uh, do it but it's good that they're taking these environmental concerns into consideration I
0: think it was April, I think it's about April time that the breeding season is but uh, okay so uh, we've got the launch site so um, anything else we can mention about space we'll continue with the space theme Where do you start? (laughs) Where do you start? Uh, On the space station. How about the space station? That's fairly topical, isn't
2: it? Yeah. Um, The only other thing that I could contribute here, uh, obviously in the news just now, there's a lot of worldwide condemnation of certain incidents. Uh, When you look at, for example, the two leaders of Ukraine and Russia, they both have the same name. The only thing that varies is the spelling. And they both derive from the same word, which means ruler. uh, Wold and Vlad. They both derive from the word Volodar, which means ruler, uh, and Mir. Nice accent there, by the way. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Could you distinguish between my Ukrainian and my Russian? <laughs> but uh, the, um, the, the, the end of the name Mir means peace, right? which is why the Mir Space Station, which predates the ISS, was that's where the name came from, because it was supposed to be a symbol of peace and international cooperation.
0: Yeah, that's nice. It's a nice little story, that, and isn't it? Space
2: Station. And Mir is spelt differently in Russia and Ukraine. In, in Ukraine, it's spelt with a Y, whereas in Russia, it's spelt with an I. Yeah.
0: It's, it is a nice thing to bring up, because you think about the Space Station, and the cooperation in science. Yeah and the fact that it does get countries to cooperate you've got CERN, with, it's a you know, multinational endeavour with lots of scientists getting involved and the mm-hmm. space station mm-hmm. yeah. as well
2: the Channel Tunnel, yeah. concorde yeah. all international efforts with multiple countries so mm-hmm. science progress perhaps
1: does bring thing, people together and brings countries together in uh, a specific endeavour, it's quite uh, it's not particularly exclusive either, they're very inclusive one of the things, when we're, I know we mentioned uh, space to recently but uh, when we're talking about like, this international space cleanup. There are programs that are, if you can suggest something that could help remove the debris from the field, there's a cash prize attached to it yeah. for helping clean up space. So the space community, while in its infancy, recognizes that, that these are things that should happen. Yeah. Uh, and things there's a ways to get other people involved. And yeah, that. and it means that you're, you're recruiting talent from far <clears throat> away, not just internally. You don't necessarily need to work at NASA to develop something for NASA. No. And you'll be recognised for your efforts as well, and successful.
2: Which would be quite cool.
1: One of the <laughs> that would be
0: good. <laughs> what ideas have you
1: got? <laughs> one, of the, one of the really cool things that a lot of people haven't considered, because we have science and engineering, and we forget about the arts. We are as Scotland, we're mentioning STEAM now, so it's science, technology, engineering, the arts, and maths, which is uh, oh, really right. really cool. But uh, origami, the art of folding paper, uh, is used in a lot of the uh, space satellites. The uh, the understanding mm-hmm. of Getting the folding and mm-hmm. the the little luminescence that absorb uh, sunlight for the photovoltaic cells, they tie them up into a small oh, part and then they unfold. Right. And because origami so is intric- so intricate, so yeah. intricate, they need people who are very specialised in origami to help these engineers yeah. develop the technology. That's so cool, isn't it? Yeah. You say things you don't think of, these, these
0: the, like transferable skills from one thing to another, and just yeah. how it slots in. That's and amazing. So satellites
1: that need to unfold because you can't launch a yeah. satellite. Up there fold it yeah. because if you imagine the the so doors, that would cause problems when yeah. uh, physics distribution weight and all these problems. But if you can create it so it can unfold and connect itself, like everything. James Webb Telescope. Yeah, just, uh, just there. I see an activity for us three, or four scientists.
2: It took I days to unfold the whole thing. I think. Yeah, was it ten days or something. And it's got to it got to unfold correctly to unfold first, unfold first time. Yeah, in order. Millions of miles away from where we are, remotely. Yeah, so it's tremendous. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, signals nice. at that time take a considerable period of time to actually get yeah. to the planning The objective. planning is
1: just, it's yeah. just so intense. Origami, technology, engineering, math. <laughs> 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 it's a skill you don't consider, but then... <laughs> I thought you you'd estimation. make another mnemonic for it.
2: <laughs> oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. no. no, no, no. <laughs> equals, equals Japan. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. STEAMO I don't know. <laughs>
0: um, Okay, well, that's bringing people together the Mere station space station brought stuff together but you
1: mentioned um, the fact there's a bit of conflict with the space station The International Space Station, yeah. yes um, the, when, the, it was a joint collaboration effort with the, with the Russians and uh, the uh, United States uh, there's an engineering term where we talk about uh, connectors and how connectors fit. you may have heard of male and female sockets, anyone who's ever fat a plug will understand this if you've got prongs, it's considered a male socket, that's traditionally. If it's something you can insert, it's a female socket. So the sweat, the actual plug in the wall, that would be a female socket. The actual plug itself, that you plug in, that would yeah. be a male socket. It's a male yeah. connector to a female connector. The International Space Station was constructed to have two parts originally, but the Russians and the United States didn't want to be the female connector. Both wanted to be the male connector that would slot into the other connector. In the end, they collaboratively decided to create a middle section uh, that was a female, a female, connector together, and then they slotted both both parts in. There. So um, yeah, that's a. Uh, obviously, we don't bring gender into things, but sometimes it does appear. In terms of
0: male and female, I guess this is kind of a bit. uh, The Russians wanted the Russians and the Americans both wanted to be the the male part, if you like, seen as the senior part. But this comes across in other areas. Sexism. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So the nice bit about that is it does link in, I suppose, to um, World Women's Day.
1: Yesterday. Yesterday. uh, the symbolism like continues yeah. a lot through our culture, though. I mean, if you think about like military stripes, so the triangle, uh, the inverted triangle, uh-huh. uh, that represents a penis. The more triangles what? you have, what? yeah, that's the <laughs> origin of the symbol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. That's yeah. 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 The, more,
2: the more penises you have, the
1: higher <laughs> no, you are. Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. Yeah. You can have yeah. it's a small fact finding, but yes, it is. It's, symbol, it's the origin of symbols. <laughs> I can confirm that. I can confirm that it, that's not made uh, up. Really,
0: uh, uh, and the, up, uh, the upturn. Triangle itself, oh, well, let me just click, was, uh, check the date. It's not April
1: first. No, no, no. nope, I, 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 I can assure yeah. you, I've got a family. I can assure you that it's true. Uh, it's, it's a silly thing, but we keep it. it like the origin of the symbol. People here around today probably don't understand this. It doesn't matter. It's just a symbol. But if you trace the origins of symbols and where they come from, like sometimes you'll find amusing things like that, and that's embedded into our history. These silly little things in our cultures. I say it's silly, People yes. we'll take them very seriously. Yeah, so we have to make, find ways
0: around it. Uh, you were mentioning about Yasser Arafat and oh, yeah. David
2: signing. Yeah, so there were, I can't remember who it was, but it was Yasser Arafat and somebody and maybe, I don't know, I, I have no idea. No, I can't
0: but remember. The, somebody else. The, the Israeli Prime Minister, I think, is that right?
2: Oh, Netanyahu, maybe? Yes, that's right. I mm-hmm. think it's Netanyahu. Yes. So... They're just they they're, they're letting all the other folks through the door, yeah. and they're both basically fighting over who's going to be the last yes. one. And yeah. you can see they're kind of laughing and joking about it, but they're they're serious all yes. the same, and they're trying to urge the other one through the door, because in that in culturally, the last person through the door is the most powerful and influential.
0: Yeah. And in the end, I think Clinton ushers them both through, doesn't he? He kind of puts them through, <laughs> so he's last. But it's funny how that. I mean, that's I, I guess the the psychology and the group
2: behavior and the. Symbols are giving yeah. the power by people. Yeah. On, yeah, on
0: their own, they're meaningless. And really, the, the fact that there is no power there at all is there. It's mm-hmm. just it's, see, it's what we perceive,
2: of what we're seeing on the yeah. television, and the we images. We see. We give meaning to what is ultimately yeah. a meaningless gesture. Right. If not anything, it's a nice gesture. After you. Yeah. You know? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Or oh, maybe that's the power.
0: Like after uh, we're going back to uh, the females. We kind of it's like you know. Um, You would let a female through the door first, perhaps, or into the door. Maybe that's uh, another power play, which I never
1: thought of before. Yeah. Uh, the idea of it, I think a lot of it becomes as microaggressions. Right. Because the question is then, it's like, would you open up the door for somebody else? Now, if you unilaterally just open up doors for people, the next person right. coming through. Yeah. I, I, I connect to my motorway rule. If someone's coming on, I'll always let one car in front. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no more. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my My niceness, I'll let one car in. That's me. Yeah, right? yeah. And I've, done, I've done my bit. Similarly, when I'm holding a door. I'll let the next person through, providing they're close enough. Yeah. Uh, but I, that's an unbiased, because I can't really <laughs> bother who's turning up. Yeah. but if you are deliberately making a show and you want congratulated for your effort that's where the microaggression comes in it's like yeah. oh I did a nice thing for you you yes. should be appreciative a nice thing should be standalone by itself exactly. uh, okay what's okay. next well, we got lots in terms of symbolism and uh, these gestures that sit throughout our entire society. You know, fi- uh, finishing meals—a uh, very common one as well. Over here in Britain, we consider if you finish your plate, that was a really, really good thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I uh, to certain uh, uh, parts in Korea, if you finish your plate, that's an insult. Uh, you've got to leave bits of food. Really? Yeah, it's considered uh, bad manners. It's like I you. You've not no. fed me enough. All oh, right, I see, yeah. So you've yeah. got to leave a little bit of food to say, oh, your cooking was too good. Yeah. Uh, but similarly, in Japan, uh, particularly with ramen, if you are drinking ramen, the louder you are slurping, more you're slurping yeah, yeah, the more yeah. you're enjoying. Yeah. And these are these are cultural things. They're yeah. not just embedded in science. They're embedded throughout our culture. And but being aware of these things helps us understand. It all comes down to understanding. Yes. And being aware to understand other cultures, and the great thing about science is all these cultures coming together and getting to talk to each other, rather than working in isolation. Yeah, and the science bit is understanding why, so you can communicate more clearly with somebody and not upset them, I guess. Social scientists, uh, within uh, some degree, they spend their time researching other cultures. These diplomats who put together these meetings that are mediated, someone has researched the background into both cultures to ensure that neither party offends the other party whether it's something as arbitrary as who walks through the door last or <laughs> who's the last person to sign a document. And I guess in that case, they might come in through different doors <laughs> just to make sure there's yeah. no conflict. If it makes, if it makes no conflict and ensures that everyone comes together to meet, yeah. the most important thing is getting that meeting, getting them together mm. and getting them talking.
0: Mm. Okay, that, that's been fascinating this morning. Absolutely fascinating. <laughs> gone from the space station through to actually how we interact and the, the connecting bits of and the space the station.
1: It does come full circle to what you said at the start, having a discussion with somebody else yeah. and furthering your own knowledge. It's not just within us, but within everybody. That's you right. Just have yeah. a discussion and generate talk. Yes,
0: generate talk, find out what people know. Great, thank you very much. <laughs>